Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. Welcome everyone to the Traveling Pulpit Podcast, the last podcast of the year of 2023. I am Vernon Sheridan, the man with the unscripted voice, and I want to thank you for joining me on today. But you know, it goes without saying, Traveling Pulpit family, that today is the day that the Lord has made. Let us all be glad and rejoice in it. Traveling Pulpit family, I don't know about you, but this has been an odd year for me. It's like the year has just been totally off for me. Like, So many great things have happened in the year, but so many odd things have happened in the year, like the inflation, the uh, the interest, the the housing market. You know, everything is just so astronomically high now, and it seems to take out of the the things of yesteryear, though we don't live in that time anymore. We live in this time. But when you remember back of the things that of the things the way they were as to they are now, it's kind of like, it's kind of hard to adjust the things the way they are now because everything is so high. Everyone seems like they're at each other's throat and it just seems like there is a, a spirit of anger in the world. Well, we've always had the spirit of anger present in the world. It's called sin. We've always had inflations and, and, uh, trials and tribulations, we will always have those things that Jesus promised to us that we would have. But he also told us to be of good cheer because he's overcome the world. And as long as he's with us, we can overcome anything. You know, he gave us a mission. He gave us a mission statement. And he also gave us work. He gave us an assignment and here in these scriptures, I just want to take you to a a few of them just so you can see the mission, the mission statement and the purpose for why we're here. The mission is to go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. Matthew 28, 19 and 20. That's our mission. That is what we are to do, Traveling Pulpit family. There is someone in your family right now who needs to hear this scripture, who needs to know that when you accept Christ as your Lord and Savior, following that public confession of faith follows the baptism. Because what you are doing, you are aligning yourself with his death, his burial, but also his resurrection. That is signifying to the rest of the world that you are now a disciple of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Our mission statement comes from John chapter 13 and verse 34. He says, A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another, just as I have loved you. You are also to love one another. 
35. By this, all people will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. That's our mission statement. If we have love for one another, the world will know that we are his disciples. Now, how will he, how will the world know that we are his disciples if we have fake love for one another? The reason is because fake love has a time limit. True love has no time limit at all. Fake love comes in the form of someone that you don't know very long, that you don't have a relationship with that will turn on you in an instant. Or you can easily argue that I've known a person for years and they've turned on me. But true love never turns on you. Whether you've known that person five hours or, or five years, true love never turns. Fake love turns. Fake love defends. True love defends. Fake love never defends. True love stands up for one another. Fake love does not stand up for one another. True love is something that does not have to be advertised for it to be known from one brother to another brother. Fake love, everyone wants you to know that you love your brother, that you have your brother's back, that you are your brother's keeper. That's what fake love does. If you want to know about fake love, read Genesis 3 of Genesis Genesis 3 about Cain and Abel. Genesis 4, I'm sorry. Read about read in Genesis 4 about fake love. Cuz that's what fake love does. Fake love destroys. Real love uplifts. Real love cultivates. Real love protects. Real love is is when you stand by someone. No matter their 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 position. You stand by them. Fake love destroys and separates. Our mission statement is the new commandment that Christ has given to us that we love one another just as he has loved us. We are to love one another. True love means to lay down your life for your brother or your sister. Fake love won't do that. Fake love will do everything in its power to prevent from being sacrificed on the behalf of another. But true love is true sacrifice. He also gave us work. Work comes from John 4, chapter, John chapter 4, verse 35. He says, do not say that there yet four months, then comes the harvest. Look, I tell you, lift up your eyes and see that the fields are white for harvest. Already the one who reaps is receiving wages and gathering fruit for eternal life. So, th so that sower and reaper may rejoice together. Rejoice for the fruit of eternal life. Because the harvest is white. And it's ready to be harvested. That's our purpose. That's our work. You have the mission statement 
you have the mission and you have the purpose. Putting those three things together. This is what the Lord is looking for in his disciples. He's looking for us to baptize in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching all and observing all. He's looking for us to have love for one another so that the world can see what true love looks like. And he wants us in the field harvesting. This is the purpose of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This is what he expects us to do as his disciples. And in the year to come, Traveling Pulpit family, we will continue to explore the purposes of what it means to be a disciple. One of the things I've done this year that I'm very, very proud of is I've reconnected with my home church. The church I was baptized in after I was ordained and I went back to them because I realized that I needed them more than I needed anything in this world. It doesn't take away from the relationships I built in the places that I have been, but I've gone back to the place where I was baptized in, where I studied and where I understood my responsibilities as a disciple. I came back to that. And through obedience, the Lord has opened doors that I have yet to walk through. But that first door, that immediate door that I walked through was walking back through the door of the greater Nashville church. That's the door I walked through. And as I said, there are many doors that the Lord has opened that I have yet to walk through. But in an odd year like this, the Lord still grew a lonely, low servant such as myself. He allowed me to grow in him. And looking back from January 1st to December 30th, 2023, I can see nothing but growth, exponential growth, if that can be used in that this sort of uh, topic that I'm speaking about. I'm talking about growth beyond my imagination. Things happened this year that I did not believe could happen. Things were removed from my life that I did not believe could be removed. But the Lord was on my side every step of the way. And I believe he's going to be with me going into 2024, just like I believe he's going to be with you going into 2024. So going into the, all the world is the mission. To harvest is the work. To show love to one another is the statement. And that I show to you. So as we go into 2024 traveling pulpit family, let us go in with the purpose of searching for the truth. We started out this podcast back in 2019 with the direct purpose of finding the truth, studying the truth. And you have been with me through all my rants and raves, even my hate, my prejudices, my misunderstanding, my misguidedness. You have been there with me. And now you're going to be with me now as I give myself back to my responsibilities in discipleship, understanding my role as a disciple and bringing it to you 
what it means to be a disciple. Not just what it means to be a Christian, what it means to be a disciple. What it means to be a follower of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Because as you heard me say before in the podcast, God is a name that can be put in a box to be taken out whenever it benefits the individual who who needs God in their lives. So can the word Christian. Christian has become that word such as the word of God, where it can be put in a box. It can come out at any time. Anytime someone feels threatened or feel they need some some sort of protection, they call themselves Christian. But I, for one, I'm still a Christian, but, and that but means I'm still a Christian, but disciple is what I'm, what I am now. Doesn't mean I wasn't a disciple before when I left the church. Doesn't mean that it means that I'm understanding my responsibilities as a disciple. That's what I'm, that's what I'm following up on my responsibilities as a disciple. And that is to love one another. That is to go into all the world, baptizing in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. That is to teach everything that I was commanded. And also to go into the field to harvest. That's our purpose. That's my purpose. And that's what I'm going to be bringing to you in the new year. So I want to thank you, Traveling Pulpit family for just sticking with me this whole entire time, um, going and growing with me as we went along in this podcast. It continues going into year number five. I'm so grateful and so thankful for just your support. You know, the numbers are one thing, but the numbers mean nothing if you're getting nothing from it. I see the numbers. They mean nothing to me. What I see in those numbers are how many people the word is reaching because it's not about me. It's about our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It's about him. This is the good work that he has given to me. And this is the work that I'm going to present to him one day. So with that being said, I want to thank you again, Traveling Pulpit family. God bless you. God keep you. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. I know that there are wars, rumors of wars. I know that there's fighting amongst us going all the way around the world. But you know what? I can still tell you Happy New Year. I can still say that. Not because happy in the sense of being joyful, but being happy to what the Lord has prepared for you. It's time to get happy about that. And that is going to happen in the new year. I don't know how it's going to happen, when it's going to happen, where it's going to happen, or what time it's going to happen. But I believe the Lord allows us to have each and every day. And that's something that we should be happy about. That's something that we should be joyful about. So instead of saying happy new year, let me tell you, traveling pulpit, joyful new year. Have a joyful new year. From me and everyone here at the Traveling Pulpit to you and yours, God bless. This is Vernon Sheridan, the man with the unscripted voice, telling you have a joyful new year. Bye for now.